0: Everybody ready? Let's get rolling.
1: This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake
2: Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. We greatly appreciate it. Uh, Gordon, we're hoping... To talk to David Locke, coming up here momentarily. Uh, he sent Austin a very confusing text during the break. Uh, now we can't blame him because he's driving, and I'm sure he's using some sort of voice text because David is definitely the type of guy who does not text and drive. Uh, but I, I'm guessing the, you know, as has happened to all of us, right? The the voice text uh, messed up some words, so we're we're kind of confused, but we're hoping to talk to David here soon.
0: Well, I'll be safe.
2: Oh yeah, I'm sure he's fine. He's just he's he's just driving. I'm just making a joke about. Uh, you know, have you ever sent a text that made zero sense, and you go back and review it, and you're like,
0: oh wait, that's not what I said at all. Never. What? I'm not a sloppy texter. Not even I, with uh, like
2: predictive tests or, or voice. Do you not voice text very often?
0: No, I th- I usually text text. But uh, I'm careful. Every once in a while I'll make a mistake or I'll, uh, you know, uh, only have part of a word on there. But I usually go back and and check them pretty good before I send them because, you know, as as grandma used to say, never commit anything to writing that you don't want everyone to know.
2: But see, Gordon, and I don't have nearly as fancy a car as you do. But what, what about when you're rolling down the road and you say, text Gordon Monson? Gordon, I, don't do I hope I don't you're do do doing great. I, I Never I do that?
0: that. No. Nope. Okay. I'm focused on the road.
2: Uh, okay. All right. Well good. Don't text and drive. That's that's definitely a good uh good thing. Uh all right. It's time to get to our conversation with David Locke, brought to you as always by our friends at Murdoch Auto Team. Uh, They are certainly the best in the biz. Let's get out of the Sprint Special Guest Line. They make it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability is the radio voice of the Utah Jazz. He's David Locke. Hi, David.
3: Hi, guys. Hope I'll hang in here. Sorry. I'm between Cedar City and Beaver, which is kind of the one spot where the signal's not as good as some others. So I'm bad timing on my part. Sorry about that.
2: All good. It's certainly a beautiful stretch of our state.
3: I mean, it really, really, really is just something. Oh, there's the house. The singular one house in between two spots. Yeah,
2: the one. (laughs) Hey, David Bowler, uh, I I, uh, took a day off yesterday, and Bowler filled in in for me, and big thanks to Bowler for doing that. But he described a little bit about what the TV broadcast setup is going to be. Do we have any idea yet of what the radio broadcast might look like or what your setup is going to be?
3: I think we're bouncing a lot of ideas around. I have some... Uh, grandiose visions of what I would like to do. I don't know if they're going to be made possible. Um, really like to be able to try to create a community feel for our fans in some capacity. I think that's what we're losing in life as well as in the arena is a togetherness. And so trying to find a way to be the conduit to that through our broadcast is my goal. Um, what that is. And what is acceptable in that manner has not been defined. And otherwise, other than that, is we're in Salt Lake City, Utah. And I'm calling as many people and talking to as many people as I can to see what I can learn about how to do a remote broadcast well. But I'm also trying to just reset my brain to not think it's, to not think of it as the same, kind of the way I think you have to do the whole world right now. Like, we keep talking backwards about, well, like, oh, I can't wait till it gets back to normal. Okay, well, then keep being depressed. So what, what does this allow us to do? What can we do well now? What, what are the things that we can do in a different capacity than we did them before? And, you know, obviously I can talk about all the areas where I won't be able to be able to do things as well. And I'm, and I'm very concerned about a lot of them, but that's pretty unproductive. So I've been trying to find out what we can do well and what we can do better.
0: I'll ask you the same question that I talked with Bowler about yesterday, David, and it's this. Do you rely on the energy from the crowd to uh, to, to, to boost your own energy on the call, or are you so laser-focused on what's happening on the court that you're reacting solely off of that?
3: I walk the concourse just about every night. Um, I need... Yeah. I'm, I'm concerned about that for me. Like... I listen to my boy on Bogdanovich game winners. Like, that, I'm doing that in a studio by myself. Like, I think you're going to have, like, me in a straitjacket if I do that in a room by myself. <laughs> so, um, either, you know, I talked to Kevin Calabro for a long time yesterday, you know, been my premier mentor and, and idol and tried to f- pick his brain. He told me that you'll, you'll get there. You'll, you'll find a way to be as engaged. feels like that's a really, um, he says, you'll manage, uh, uh, I rely so much on, I, I think, I don't know, uh, be positive and think of things you can do well, how's that? Let's, let's focus that way. So
2: how, if you are in this building, David, how mad would you be at me if I constantly try to distract you during the broadcast?
3: Uh, I'd be more concerned if you coughed all over the place before I walked in. <laughs> that's
2: that? a good point. No, I'm just thinking of maybe funny signs I can hold up, or you know, funny faces I can make, or something like that. But uh, that,
3: I mean, it's a it's a new experience, and you know, if if you you know, be, have gratitude toward the fact that you're still, you are know, still we're getting games back, and that you still get to call the NBA, and then find a way to try to be as good as you can be in that circumstance. So that's my approach to it. If that means also dealing with combative behavior by the relentless Jake Scott, then I'll
2: have to do it. I'm making light of it a little bit, David, because I, I completely echo your sentiments on whatever we've got to do. You know, we're, we're in a new environment. We're trying to do things safely. We're trying to do things efficiently. You know, uh, I, I have no doubt this is going to take some adjustment from you, and you'll probably be outside of your comfort zone a little bit there for, for a few minutes, And regardless of if I distract you or not. But I think it's great that we're doing it, and I love it that, that we're bouncing uh, uh, ideas off the wall or what maybe could retain some of that feel and some of that environment. I, I I actually think it's great, and I I congratulate everybody whose voice has been trying to tackle some of these problems, because I, I think it's cool that we're doing it. I'll
3: also come up with some fire to make the broadcast.
0: Well, I just don't shoot them with a T-shirt cannon, Jake. Uh, he,
3: uh, see, that's the only positive, is I don't have to worry about that this year.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm, David. No, uh, sorry, go man, ahead. Go ahead. Go oh, ahead. you're on it. I just wondered, as you've observed this situation evolving, uh, any additional concerns, or is it the same old stuff And you're just crossing your fingers, waiting for whatever reality is uh, going to come, going to come?
3: I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm – ignorant to what's going on around the, and I understand that we're spiking and going crazy and not dealing with it particularly well. And, you know, every other country in the world seemed to have one pattern and peace seem to have an opposite one. But this is why, like, if I'm major league baseball, I'm really concerned. If I'm the PGA tour, I'm a little concerned. Um, this is why you built the bubble, and this is why you built the bubble the way the NBA's built the bubble, where everybody's in their practice facilities at this point having been tested, being tested multiple times between now and the departure date on the 7th, being tested when they get to Orlando, being quarantined until they get their test results, uh, then being tested every day. Like, this is this is exactly the reason they built this system. If this system doesn't work, Then we learn a lot. I think I might have said this before. I'm actually finding where we are pretty fascinating because we have about five different models that are all going to be taking place at the same time, and we're going to learn so much about what works and what has to be done. And even inside the NBA, we have two models. I think the most important time of the NBA bubble will be second round and on when they bring families in. And whether or not, with the cases spiking outside and they bring outside people in, obviously increasing the risk, are they able to control that? Because that, I think, is going to be the most important piece. Because I think there's a chance that we could get to December and one of the other sports leagues didn't make it through, maybe one of the other sports leagues didn't start, and the NBA suddenly realizes, you know what, we're going to have to go back to version two of the bubble in December with half the league in Vegas, half the league in, now Vegas has got to control itself a little bit, but Vegas in Florida, and we're going to do it the way we did second round and on where people can come in and out of the bubble so that our fa- our players aren't, you know, completely um, abandoned on the other end or the other end maybe you're gonna find out that baseball works and then if baseball works then in December we do what baseball did and we fly from city to city and stay inside of our kind of a pseudo bubble while traveling. Or and you know and if the NFL works then we're gonna have fans in the crowd. Like we're gonna know so much by December and I think that's what's as important as anything else right now.
2: David Locke with us, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. David, I know you were on that press conference today, uh, the conference call with Mike Conley, and uh, you have throughout all of this have talked about you know, the sacrifice that, that our players are making to participate in this personally. And I, I certainly had some sympathy for Mike that he's he and his wife have a baby due in the middle of August. I can't imagine going into this situation knowing that that was looming, essentially leaving my wife for the last month of her pregnancy, and then dealing with uh, jumping through the hoops to to be there. I, you know, I that's tough, man. Some of the stuff these guys are dealing with is tough.
3: I really wanted to ask Mike a few more questions. Sarah Todd asked him when the baby's due, and it's and. And I'm not saying anyone planned for it. The irony is it's the best possible date in the world if you're an athlete in a regular NBA schedule, and it might be the worst possible date in this one, right? If you're on the old schedule, August 27th is pretty perfect. You get a month with a kid before you go to training camp and in your family. August 27th would be the beginning of the second round, right about the beginning of the second round of playoffs. So the Jazz win the first round, Mike's going to leave, and then – be quarantined and miss most of the second round to come back in the bubble? Like, you're now deciding if you're, gonna, if you're not going to see your baby, birth. Of your, if, you're gonna, if you want to see the birth of your baby, you're not missing a game. You're missing, like, plus you have to be quarantined again. I, I think if I understand the rules, now maybe that's excused and they'll change. Or maybe they can induce earlier. I mean, it's a little personal. But I really felt for Mike and was a little stunned that he was actually, like, But that's the decision he's made is that he's going. Uh, And I think that tells you an awful lot of Mike's commitment to his teammates, the organization, as well as, you know, trying to be a family man, which we know he is. So I I thought that was – I was flabbergasted when I heard the date and the timing and what he's going through.
0: David, I like the question you asked, uh, Mike Conley, about – uh, you know, coming to Utah and then having to get used to it and, and, and then uh, having this, this essentially this four-month period to cogitate uh, his role with the Jazz and whether he could get into a rhythm off of that. What's your suspicion?
3: My suspicion is what he answered, which is it's good for him. I still think one of those telling stories he told all year was about the playlist. I don't know if you remember this, but he basically said, I used to have a 40, every single day for 13 years, he's had a 45-minute drive to the arena. And frankly, most of our hotel drives are about the same. He's like, I always put on the exact same playlist before every game. He's like, I live above the, he lives above the Capitol. He's like, I got to the second song of my playlist and was like in the arena. And it sounds silly, but it's just such a sign of like how everything's changing on him and how different everything was. And you'd think it'd be good, but maybe that's not good for him. Maybe he needed... The time, and so um, you know, as he said, he feels like it was a great restart to remember who he is and how he's got to play, and to understand what he is here. And then part two of that is him, uh, you know, understanding that uh, you know that he's going to have to build a brand new routine in Orlando. And he said it like, whoever can figure the players that figure that out are going to be the ones to play well. I think there's going to be, I mean, we talked about this last week, right? Like, and we joked about it, but like. You know, are you really going to be celibate for 60 days? Are you really, like, how are you having a drink after the game? What are you doing? What is your routine? What happens if, like, how do you ever, how does Quinn Snyder ever get away from the game for five minutes? How does anyone ever get away from the game? I remember Denny Hawking. You remember Denny Hawking, Gordon? Yeah, I do. He lived with me uh, when he was in AAA, and he had a bad year to start the year. I remember he told me, don't answer the phone. They're going to cut me, so don't answer the phone. And then he made the big leagues and had an 11-year career. And he always said, the year in your house is why I made the big leagues, because I was the only one who could leave the game. If I had a bad night, I'd come back home to your house. We'd do something else. We'd go out together, or we'd do something. We weren't talking the game. I was used to living with Marty and Mike Durant and all the other guys, and we'd just come home and rehash the game every night. Well, these guys are going to be rehashing every game and every minute at such an alarming rate, I think it's going to have a huge impact on certain guys.
0: David, by the way, you remember when Hawking took that grounder to the chops?
3: Uh, I remember a lot of Denny moments in time, including him like getting injured in the uh, celebration of winning the first round and not being able to play in the ALCF when he played for the Twins. He, he seemed to have a black cloud over him for times.
2: Oh, wow. Man, hearing you guys talk about that, and I, I remember those days with you at the at the time, Buzz. I, I guess David just kind of a. This isn't basketball related, but uh, certainly sad to see the minor league uh, baseball season canceled yesterday. That's just that's rough. To
3: the prospects, like what well, I mean, they're in trouble anyway. Because minor league baseball is coming back. Like, what's going to happen to all these guys? And they, it's not like they have any money saved. They've been like, baseball robs these players. I mean. Robs these players. It should be illegal what baseball does to these guys. And now they're sitting there, and they're suddenly going to lose. They're losing entire season and income. They weren't making. Most of those guys weren't making more than eighteen thousand dollars a year.
0: So, David, uh, you've uh, obviously been focusing or redirecting your attention to basketball. Uh, uh, Do you have any idea about how? The Jazz are going to come together. Uh, Quinn Snyder seems to be rather optimistic, but I wouldn't expect the coach to be anything other than.
3: I do think it's a very different team than the team that we had a year ago, and it's evolved quickly. So you added Mike Conley for Ricky Rubio, which are very different players.
2: Do we lose, David?
3: I think um, we might have.
2: Hey, David, you got to reset that a little bit. We lost you for about 10 seconds.
3: All right, this is the one section I was aware of, so hopefully we'll be all right. Um, You know, I think we've we've very quickly evolved into a different team. First, the addition of Kylie instead of Rubio, very different player. Uh, Jordan Clarkson added on the fly, very different player than we've had. Now, no boy on Bogdanovich. So we're crazy small as a team. Um, And then not only are we crazy small, but – we have drivers, and one of the aspects of Quinn's offense has always been the creation of, of opportunity. He's always talked about the playing, you know, advantage basketball. We actually have players who can create their own advantage in a manner we didn't used to have. So I'll be curious to see whether it's still pick your role, pass, pick away, all that. That might be a little bit... and and Jordan just go to work and just because we're so small try to outrun people
2: a bit Uh, David we're going to wrap it up where you're coming and going but I would assume that you're stopping for dinner in Beaver is that the case
3: Uh, we might get ice cream there's all these billboards they pay all this marketing for Beaver Creamery so we're going to try to see if it's any good
2: All right. right. I was going to have people send you maybe restaurant suggestions but it it sounds like you guys have it pretty locked down no pun intended Thank you, David. Uh, Drive safe. Seriously, uh, we'll we'll see you back. Yep. Our friend David Locke.
0: I have a sister-in-law that uh, is from Beaver. And uh, she said she got a lot of grief about that name through the years. Why? Did you just really ask me why?
1: I've seen a beaver in the wild. We used to hike across beaver dams. There's a lot of them in the I got state. a lot of family that live in Beaver yeah. still, right now. And it was voted the best water, tap water in America that's Fillmore. for like twenty three years running. <laughs> that's Fillmore. I got family there too. Yeah. <laughs> uh I'm trying to I'm trying to think
2: I know there's a place, a burger joint I always stop at in yeah. Fillmore. I, I, I think I, there's I, a there's a Mexican food place that's fairly uh famous, I think, in Beaver, if I'm remembering correctly. I think
0: I think you're right. Yeah. Right there is, on the, is the burger place in Fillmore or is it in Beaver? I'm
2: 99. It's yeah. in Fillmore.
0: I uh, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I, I've been there. I've been to that one. The Creamery, I can't remember. I think I've been there, too, but I, I don't remember whether
1: I loved it or not.
2: I don't think I've been to the uh, to the Creamery. But I do love that part of our state. I'm serious about that. It is beautiful. All right. Uh, Maria's tuned. Cochina. There it is. That's the name. That's the one. Yep. That place is. I've stopped there many a time, and it is delicioso.
0: All right. <laughs> well... You better be fairly confident eating Mexican out in the middle of uh, a long stretch of highway. Why is that? I don't know, sometimes that beans the bean you know, the bean and uh I don't know what it is, but something in there sometimes uh, comes with a punch.
2: See, I've I, I got to disagree with you here because I think uh, much like the, the best bars in this country, often the best Mexican food and barbecue, for that matter, is at the places that, that look kind of divey that you wouldn't expect.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm just saying that you're in a remote place. And, uh,
2: I know. You're making a potty joke. I get mm. it. But personally, I like a lot of those Mexican food spots along the road. Uh, drop of the day coming up next. PK? A PK yes, special? Yes. All right. Stay Did tuned.
0: Did we edit that out of the original?
2: Uh, no, no, we no, played it. 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 Yeah, he we're we're it. just gonna really bring attention to it coming up
0: next. Okay, stay tuned. <laughs> like there was a, yeah. Okay, I don't want to mess it. 97.5 oh. five
2: and twelve eighty. The zone.
0: If you missed yesterday's uh, sounds uh, uh, of various uh, clips, then you won't know exactly what we're talking about right now. But that is definitely appointment radio, isn't it?
2: Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Want to remind you about our friends at ARUP Blood Services. And Hans and Scotty are going to be out there in their Sandy location tomorrow. The 4th of July weekend's coming up. It's going to be busy on the road. ARUP wants to stay ahead of the game. Uh, Hans and Scotty will be there from 10 to 2. They're open from 10 to 7. And they'd love to see you. Visit utahblood.org. For all of the details, uh, Gordon. Real quick, uh, because you've been so nice on uh, some points lately, to concede uh, a thought to you. And before we get to today's sounds, various clips. Austin and I were just talking in the break. I may be coming around with uh, with you and the teams not wanting to be there in that NBA bubble, losing quick.
0: Yeah, I I think uh, there's a. Especially if a team gets off to a bad start early on, I could see them just uh, punting on the whole thing.
2: I don't think it's over fear of COVID-19 though.
0: I don't know what the I don't know what the folks' reason is. Uh, each person has probably something different or each person has a combination of things, but there is the chance that uh, they they will essentially pack their bags and and be ready for uh, a trip somewhere else do you think with the family or with the loved ones? do you think uh, the jazz will fall into that category i don't know i mean i wouldn't expect them to uh i don't think that's the legacy the tradition of of the jazz program but uh i don't know what each one of these individual guys is playing remember when andre kirilenko was accused of that by one of his teammates
2: uh, I mean, I think the Jazz are just as vulnerable to that as anybody. I mean, whose history or whatever reputation would.
0: Well, be it, that? it's just like those those who have their reasons for not showing up to begin with. In some ways, that's more honest than someone who is showing up and then not not being able to dial in completely.
2: All right, let's get to today's sounds of various clips, also known as drop of the day. There was a, a press conference. We played it in its entirety. Um, uh, during the, what, 3 o'clock hour where Morgan Scally, Mark Harlan, and uh, Kai Whittingham did a press conference, and uh, our boy PK uh, was on the struggle train a little bit.
3: Okay, our next question will come from Patrick Kinahan, 1280 the zone. Go ahead, PK. Star six might be too much for PK to handle. You can be here at star six. Unmute. Go ahead and ask your question. We'll come back. Let's go. Josh Furlong, KSL. Go ahead and unmute yourself. Star six, Josh Furlong. Okay, we'll come back. Patrick Kinahan, star six. You can go ahead and ask your question. Oh, I give up. Go ahead. I can hear you now. Oh, thank goodness, man. I couldn't live with it forever if I uh, couldn't do it. My question is for Mark.
1: (laughs) I love it. that He tries for so long,
2: and then as soon as he's giving up, that's when you could act. Oh, I give up. (laughs) (laughs) No, we can hear you. You know, Gordon, Uh, I, I would assume that you're tired of all the Zoom stuff, too, but haven't we all figured out the old star six thing at this point?
0: I thought I th- I I, th- I thought so, but they said I, I it don't... like
1: six times. PK, <laughs> start six. Well, I mean, to start the press conference, they said it too. Right?
0: I don't know. Sometimes oh, I give up. Th- there's different <laughs> that... things. I, maybe it wasn't pilot error Maybe he was. He was. Maybe the button wasn't working uh-huh. properly. I, but no, it was that's... for the rest of
1: the that fifteen hundred dollar phone in his hand wasn't working. The rest of the media pool, it was fine.
0: Oh, I oh, give man. up. <laughs> maybe his particular device was not uh, cooperating
2: no. i got to admit i i think i've been on a couple of zoom calls with pk during all of this and at one point he was using two devices for some reason do yeah. you
1: remember that yeah cuz one for the audio one for the video <laughs> what are we doing oh i give up <laughs> i like the i like the long
0: long long pause Eight seconds, <laughs> Austin
1: said. There, there's a total of uh, 29 dead air seconds in that clip. And, uh, it's, and, uh, I, and it's a 53 second clip, and 29 of those 53 is nothing. And how
2: about? Oh, I give up. How about Coach Whittingham with a shot in, oh, the, the, in dig, the middle yeah. of there? Yeah. Star six might
3: be too much for PK to
0: handle. See, those guys are friends, and so he can he can. Do they
1: that. were friends. <laughs>
3: Uh Star six might be too much for PK.
2: A little much for PK. Oh, I give up. (laughs) That's what it comes across,
0: and it's right where he says, "Oh, I give up." What? What was
2: the difference?
3: Oh, I give up. I don't
0: know how many devices. Go ahead, I can hear (laughs) you now. I mean, what was what was the difference between what was working and what wasn't? We're gonna have to ask him. I don't don't know. What did he do that finally worked?
2: Uh, uh, I don't know. Star six
1: would be my guess. (laughs) I think he was trying to text the word star and then six. I don't
0: know. Oh, I give up. Oh, I give up. PKCP. the thing is that PK has been involved in so many classic moments at press conferences and in other settings that he can darn well get away with just about anything.
2: Well, define get away with. I don't know what he's getting away with here.
0: (laughs) Well, uh, uh, they they were very patient with him because it's freaking PK. You know, you you don't think think nobody just hangs up on PK. They were, they gave him. He said a full eight seconds.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That was Uh, my favorite PK interview moment. Maybe the one Austin just played.
0: There was a better one with Steve Cleveland once that I won't get into, but
2: No, I still like the no, I still like the slot machine. I know the Steve Cleveland one and the slot machine still better. <laughs>
3: okay. It's well, all about made- hug me, hold me, love me,
0: and never let me go. You know, the one question that wasn't asked, it was kinda asked by Chris. Uh he uh Camerani asked him uh when when he found out about it. I think it was Chris that asked that. But I'm I'm curious to know. I think uh, I don't know. Whittingham kind of sidestepped that question a little bit. I, I I don't know when he first became aware that 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 uh, of of a a wayward text. You know, isn't that something that you think the head coach would uh, hear about? Seven years ago. Uh, not necessarily
2: I I guess there's some plausible deniability there um, I don't know I'm we, not t-
0: I'm not stating it like a fact it just seems like... That's something he might have been aware of, but I don't know.
2: Well, I don't want to report this as fact because you and I in Austin, we were trying to remember where this came from, whether it was just rumor or what. We think someone said it on DJ and PK. And again, I probably shouldn't even bring this up since I don't know who it was. But somebody was saying that he had actually gotten onto a plane and gone down to apologize
0: after the incident. And by he, you mean scally.
2: Scally. Mm-hmm. And if that were true, I don't know how you would expense a plane ticket without the boss knowing. But I, I don't know. I I don't know. I uh, coach's ability to uh, to dance with uh, what they knew when in a variety of different situations is is pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. for example, and this is this is a very serious example. I mean, the Salt Lake Tribune alerted Matt Wells to the problem he was having with that linebacker up there who was a serial rapist, and whose victims had reported the the behavior to the university, but yet Matt Wells somehow didn't know.
0: Are you saying that sarcastically?
2: Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying it, it never ceases to amaze me. It coaches, when they're asked, like, hey, when did you know about this? And then they'll sidestep it and say, oh, I have no idea. I, did, I read it in the Tribune, just like you. And it's like, mm. did you? <laughs> you know? Yeah, so I have those same questions, Gordon. I really do. Uh, but, you, you know, he's going to answer it and say, uh, I I mean, we can, replay the, we can replay the language in there. But I, I'm with you. The way he worded it, there certainly was some loophole.
0: The, you know, anytime you even ask the question, people think that you are trying to say something that you don't know uh, as a fact to say. But I think the question is worth asking. You know, I don't know. I don't know what the absolute answer is, but uh, that's a question I would like to get further enlightenment on.
2: I don't think you're going to get it. Yeah. Do you?
0: No, I don't think so.
2: I mean, Matt Wells somehow landed a job at Texas Tech after all of that. Somehow, no, I don't that,
0: mean just Matt. I mean, no, no, no. I'm just using that. a
2: different mm-hmm. example. I mean, it's yeah. it, that that the the hear no evil, see no evil defense it, it works over and over and over and over again for these coaches. Unless you're Rick Patino.
0: That's one of the things like being the head coach, like being a principal of the school. Man, it's twenty four seven. You constantly have to be on alert. To, to to know the last thing you want to do is find out from somebody on the outside what's going on inside your program. Should we
2: play the bite? You want to play the bite? Sure. Because uh, Camarone asked him about this whole thing, and mm-hmm. let's let's give it a listen. Let, to be fair, here's Witt's uh, response.
1: Kyle, can you give us a, a timeline of, of when you were first notified that this text message uh, existed? Was it was it the week that the suspension was levied upon? Morgan, or was it earlier?
3: No, it was. It was the week uh, that it first came out. I think it came out uh, on a Monday. I can't remember. It was a couple days later that it, that it came to my okay. attention
0: that it was out there.
2: Yeah. A, the it came to my said, attention that it's out
0: there. Yeah. Yeah. It. It. it yeah. So he. <laughs> it came to his attention that it was out there. What about when it wasn't out there? Right.
2: What about did you know about it? Which Yeah. The convenient no, the wording there at the end, and and you know what? Maybe that's a complete non uh, non like not in his consciousness thing. You know, he's just saying it, but that's that's the out, right? Yeah, found out that it and was I, out, and
0: there. I don't know. Again, asking the question isn't pointing the finger; it's just wondering. So, I
2: mean, that's I don't know. That's what he's because it it would it, it would damage Kyle if uh, if he knew about it, right? And, and then if he knew about it, it would damage his boss.
0: Yeah, because because it's a matter of it's a matter of only reacting when 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 it becomes public. Right. And and if you if you really felt uh, compelled to do something about it, why didn't you do something about it back when it happened? Mm -hmm. Instead of worrying about the whole public relations side of it and how it looks. Yeah. And I don't know. So,
2: well, they I Utah's hoping that those answers or those questions just go away. And everybody goes out and has a 9th, nice 4th of July weekend, and we forget about it.
0: Well, there's only two people. Who, oh, well, there might be more than two, but there's a, a very tight circle of people who who would know who knew what. And they ain't talking. So,
2: hmm. And people are still strangely okay with that for some reason. Uh, all right. We'll have more coming up next. Stay tuned. It is The Big Show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. Yeah, I don't tell you nearly enough. It's a big show. Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. I love working on this show. I do. I love it.
0: Well, I just wish that the, 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 the believability factor was a little higher. When I tell you guys <laughs> I used to work on my car and, and it used to f- mess around with the carburetor and, and get the butterfly valve going just right so the car would function better, I, that you would believe me.
1: I wish it was more believable. Still.
2: Okay, so so you probably haven't seen this show, but I know Austin has, so he can he can uh, he, he can relate to this. There's a there's an episode of, of Monk, uh, which is a show tar- starring Tony Shalhoub, and let me just put it this way: Monk is not a sports guy, but he's trying to like blend in with his coworkers. He's trying to identify with these other guys that are sports fans. So as he has these cards of terminology. Oh, by the way,
0: by the way, Jake, you can spot those guys coming a mile away. What guys? The guys who are. Or pretending to know a lot about sports, the things they say end up backfiring. On well, them see, often. I guess
2: that's my point: is that the, that Tony Shaloub and the monk in this case, he knew like one term, so he kept <laughs> saying it over and over again. So when you know one part of a car, the butterfly valve and the carburetor. No, I par- pardon me, two parts, and one might be fictional. I don't know. I don't know anything about cars, but yet by being like, well, you know, I was working on the butterfly valve. That's the one part of the car you know. You heard well, some mechanic so, somewhere, some way, talking about a butterfly valve, and you're like, uh
0: huh? Sticking that no, away for a future. That's use. what I had to do to get the car to to, to to start up properly. Jake, don't question me. Don't don't trifle with me on this stuff. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you at all? I got I got grease. I still got grease under my fingernails from back in the day.
2: <laughs> so false, but I do admire you in your way to stick to your guns. I do admire that you you are you are not going to be, you're going to stick to your story. Let me put it that way.
0: If you and ever and it wasn't and, and listen on the freezer door, it wasn't the can of peas behind. It, what? Well, why are you keeps, putting a
2: can of peas in the freezer anyway?
0: Well, Yeah, it was it was not it was not what you. It was claimed a frozen pack of peas. No, it was a trick. You called Lisa on... home from like a vacation to come <laughs> and shut the the freezer door. One, she was next door in the house next door. Secondly, it was a tracking problem. It wasn't a package of
1: it's not a VCR. <laughs> but this this uh, moment for one of my favorite movies reminds me of Gordon a lot. A whole new wing on here. I'm going to rip these walls out and uh of course rewire it. Yeah, you're going to make it all 220? Yeah, 220, 221, whatever it takes. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but you but you do stick to it. You know, if if Gordon ever commits some sort of crime and comes up with an alibi, they're not cracking him. He's sticking no. to that alibi. They could they could put evidence that he was actually no. at the crime scene right no. in front of his that face. That he actually and being like no. this is you, and your T-shirt says I'm Gordon Monson on it, <laughs> and you would stick to your alibi. No. You like, no. like video only.
0: surveillance of him stealing all, uh, all gear. the clothes gear. Yeah, and he only, sticks to that too. Only under one circumstance. It's all got to be true.
1: He could actually be seen parking over multiple parking spots.
0: And he'd be like, nope. That was that was, that was another $800,000 car that, in town. That is not true. That story is not true. <laughs> parking stall lines are merely suggestions.
2: But that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Nobody digs in their heels... And, and sticks to their story like you, my friend. That's no, a compliment. Only, uh, that's a compliment. Only,
0: uh, no, only when I'm spouting truth. If, if I, you know, I'll, I'll move off my position if it's an opinion thing or if it's, uh, you know, if, if I can learn something, then I will. I will budge. But but don't. But don't you're be, talking about you know,
2: catching great whites out of the Chesapeake Bay. And that's I'm sticking right to that. We have not only do we have a terrific source on the parking stall thing, we have an even better source on the fact that you've changed five total diapers in your parenting career. And yet See, still,
0: still said person on the second one was being funny, Uh not being truthful on the first one. I don't know who your source is, but I'd like to punch him right in the mouth because he's wrong. <laughs> well, you
1: know, it's a he. Yeah, oh, that's a good point. Oh, great. Throw that at me. (laughs) It could have been a girl.
0: Hmm. That's not true either way. Whoever said it. It's pretty rock solid. It it could have been a girl. You make it sound like it was a six-year-old rolling by on a trike.
2: What if it was? It could have been. Maybe it was my niece.
0: Hmm. Well, all I, uh, this is why some witnesses they, they they skew what really happened. I don't know how you'd skew this one. I am not. Ne- I, I have never, in my memory, I have never oh. taken up more than one parking place. <laughs> oh,
1: okay, oh, okay.
2: okay, Coach Wit Roger Clemens. <laughs> in my memory, in my memory. Okay. I don't remember doing this ever. I misremembered that when I told totally you. I don't knew.
0: know. I may have moved a barrier once, but I once? never. Well, see, and that one, you have
2: to to, to cop, to because there's video evidence of
0: that one.
1: Yeah, but there's video evidence of the clothes being stolen, and he won't cop to that. That's true.
0: Well, that's because that came down to intent. <laughs> and I, the, the message that was sent to me was that it was mine to take.
2: Is intent not part that- of the law? Wait, wait, wait! I, I'm going to defend Gordon here because oh. no, I will because I do not believe that Gordon stole that uh, the that gear. I do I okay. do not believe that. I believe that Gordon did think it was for him. But there is where the there is where the rubber meets the okay, road. Okay, there's it? a big difference. There. If, yeah, if no. somebody points to a pile of of three hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> worth of gear that isn't your size, that isn't or 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 makes any sense in the world that he'd be giving it to you in the first place. Oh, you just assume. You're on a staff of 15. <laughs> there there I thought, are there there's I thought, Santa no, no. clauses around uh, everywhere. No, they are just I, dropping I, off I, free I, stuff
0: for Gordon. Ramsay. I thought I was the last one. I thought everybody else had taken theirs and I was going to and I didn't even want the stuff. It was just junk. It was ugly. I was going to give was it
2: expensive. away. And if you didn't like it, why didn't you just leave it? Maybe uh, maybe somebody at the station didn't get what the get theirs.
0: Oh well, I didn't want it to go to waste. And well, how besides would it go it, to waste? I didn't want to look a gift horse it's, it's, in the mouth. It's, it's I, not I, I, a banana. They, it's closed. No, how would it go to it, waste? It's not going to expire. No, no. Hey, if I had left the gift behind, it would have been rude. You know, like, hey, I don't want this. So I felt compelled to take it.
1: Oh, this is fun.
2: Uh, this this is fun, actually. Are you having fun, Gordon? <laughs> because I'm I'm really I'm smiling. I don't think a lot. Gordon's having, having fun. Do
0: I look like a thief to you? <laughs> I told you I didn't think you stole it. And it it wasn't it wasn't any kind of uh, what's the word presumption on my part that that uh, somehow I was entitled to it. It, it was I, a pretty big presumption
1: on your part. <laughs> You just said you thought it was all for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you just said you presumed it was all for you.
0: Well, I did, because because said person was pointing at it and then pointing at me. Hundreds of dollars worth. Uh, hundreds of dollars. Seriously, like 350
2: bucks. Enough that they would actually consult the video thing. And Before it,
1: they talked to me. But it wasn't it, just a couple polos. Right. It was yeah, but it was, it was a men's department, and then and then for you to say you didn't even want it anyway—that's
2: such like an insult. Injury. It was ugly. Like, like maybe somebody else on the staff wanted it. I would have wanted it.
0: <laughs> it was but ugly, man. It was. I just. I don't know. My policy yeah, is just,
1: if it's free, take two. That's Gordon's <laughs> policy too. Obviously. No, but here's the thing: if somebody
0: offers you two or three uh, items. Which did, not, or did or not happen or four in this case or five? I don't know whatever it was. You can't leave it
1: behind because now you've insulted the person who gave it to you. It's much better to go on air for years later and say it's ugly. I never wanted it. Who would want such ugly crap? <laughs> that won't offend anyone. I wish I just lived in a world where people
2: randomly popped into my life and dropped off hundreds of dollars worth of stuff.
0: First of all, where that was you like a gear pack dollars, on a video game, hero. Yeah, know. Right. It was it it was like it was like four items. It really wasn't it was that more many. than that.
2: It was a stack. We <laughs> couldn't even see your face. I've seen in the, the pictures. In the, in the surveillance video. You couldn't it was as high as
1: your head. It was a mound of clothing. <laughs> That's a good word for it. <laughs> I couldn't
0: leave it behind. Uh, have you have you ever has someone ever given you a gift and you just eh? Or you leave it there? You know, I talked to Letitia Baldridge once. Do you know who she was? No. She was Jackie Kennedy's personal assistant in at the White House. Honk. And she went on to become a manners expert. And I asked her once about that because I was talking to her. We were at this event in L.A. And, uh, okay. and, I, and so I started talking uh, to her and I said, OK, if you're such a manners expert, let me ask you some questions. And one of the questions uh, was about gift receiving gifts and what to do with them. And she said, never refuse a gift when someone gives it to you. Now, she said you can re-gift it if you want as long as you don't re-gift it to the person who gave it to you. But if somebody gives you something, do not refuse it. Okay. And uh, so let me, that's what I, let me, I uh, did. Uh, Letitia Baldridge for crying out loud. I was
1: taught not to take anything from people I don't know. Let me ask you this. Was was it your birthday?
2: What? The, when you, you took all the gear. Was it your birthday? No, but it was my It was my obligation. Was it Father's Day?
0: No. Was it Christmas? No, it's just a crappy winter day. Was it Hanukkah? No.
2: Uh, let's see here. And and how many times in your life and you've known Kurt Thomas for a long time, how many times in your life has Kurt Thomas given you
1: a gift? Or even a stick of gum? He's he's given me gear before that says like
2: "the zone" on it, which yeah. is what was going to happen with that
1: gear. He was asking you what you liked. This wasn't even manogrammed yet. This nothing. Nothing. This it was, was just plain. You went to golf had given. So it wasn't yet gear. No, it wasn't
2: yet gear. You you went to, had given Kurt all the clothing and said, "Hey, case take, Said, "Take this gear to your guys. Ask them what they like the best, <laughs> sunk, and, then, and then we'll put the logo on whatever they want to get." Oh.
1: I, this whole time I thought it well maybe it may have, it may have had no. the zone on it uh-uh. so I could maybe see Gordon thinking that I'll but I'll go along with it but no no now no shtick here no wait, this is this is unb-
0: unbearable no that doesn't change him pointing at it and then pointing at me through the glass one iota he was pointing at it and pointing at me saying <laughs> this is yours take it I don't think that's what he
2: was saying. Oh man! And by the way, uh, next time, like uh, next time, you get a new car and you pull up and you point at me uh, and then point out to the new car to come check it out. I am jumping into that bad boy and I am off.
0: No, you, you would if I tossed you the keys, and that's what he was doing. He tossed me the freaking keys, and so I I jumped in the car and drove. Sure did. It's, I mean, uh, and 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 the funny made thing for the state is line. Is, I was going to give it away to people. I was going uh, to donate makes this so much it, worse. Know? How
2: do you think that makes it better? That makes this so much worse?
1: <laughs> donate it you're, to who, by you're the dealing,
0: way? But you're- I love, I told you this a thousand times. I love the way the HR person called me and said, hey, did you happen to see some of this gear? You know, and they'd already reviewed the film. They knew that I took it. And, and so she was trying to entrap me. But me being the honest better. person I am, I said, yeah, I took it. He gave it to me.
1: Uh, I just we settled this once and for all. <laughs> yes, no. I think no, we, <laughs> have. No. We, have. we have. It wasn't even gear yet. No. It, wasn't. I, I, it, it was really, literally sure? just clothing.
0: Yeah. Are you sure about that, Jake? 100%. We can get That's hurt. the we end of the we thing. We can get Kurt yeah. yeah. on the it phone is, right now. But not that that really even makes a difference. It does. It... No, because it's still a gift. No, it's not. And and by the way, zone gear wouldn't be a gift either. That's part of your job. I looked at it as a burden because I didn't want to wear that.
2: uh, All right. Stay tuned. More big show coming up next. (laughs) 975 and 1280 the zone. Wrapping up a big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and twelve-eighty, the zone. Another Wednesday comes and goes, Gordon. It's gonna be a short week. Uh, station's gonna be off on Friday. We're gonna be at it uh, tomorrow, though. We're gonna be at the warehouse. I'm just looking at Austin right there. I I pretty We're sure off we on are. Friday? Now, now you're making me uh, Friday the third. Yeah, it's it's on the schedule. So oh wow. So I think. And the schedule's never wrong. Hey, that's not funny. <laughs> But accurate. But but maybe a tad bit accurate. We are off Friday.
1: That's that's the rumor? So tomorrow is our Friday. Tomorrow is our Friday. Oh, God bless America. What are you going to do with your newfound freedom? Whatever the hell I want. (laughs) You think so? (laughs) Whatever the hell my two-year-old wants.
0: (laughs) And here comes the honey-do list.
1: That's not how our household works. Mine either. We're a collective collaborative group. You see something that needs doing, you do it. You don't have someone else tell you, hey, (laughs) this needs doing.
2: Hmm. Or you do it together. How about that? Sure. Last weekend, for example, my wife mowed the lawn I trimmed. Okay.
1: We we do the dishes similarly. I load, she empties. I wash, she loads. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, way to go.
2: we go. We did a whole flower bed the other day. I used a little cloth thing, you know. Like when the about. kid's
1: diaper needs changing, whoever smelt it, they get to dill it. They're on it. Yep. You know, I remember back in
0: the day when 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 it was just me and my wife, and I had five young children, and I had to do everything. Uh, we had to do everything. To you know, one of us had to do. Uh, take care of everything and so it's really nice when your kids get a little older and, and you can start saying hey honey would you mind getting this or would you mind doing that or would you, you know and then you get a little help that's why back in you know back in the 1800s people used to have lots of kids so they could all work on a farm
2: wow that, that whole that whole opinion right there ran that was <laughs> yeah, Petticoat that Junction was, that was, that <laughs> was, that was a, there was a lot to chew on there
1: uh, you have a meatloaf for dinner huh <laughs> I guess my response no, to that would no, be
0: No, I was thinking about that the other day because we were trying to do something with the TV to hook it up and I and I remembered remembered back to the day when that was all on my shoulders, man. I had to figure out a way to get that done. And now now my daughter was up there. She she knew every part of everything and she, she was handling it herself. And I just sat back and went, "Oh, wow, this is nice."
2: I don't believe for a second that you were in charge of the television wiring or
0: anything of the sort ever. Oh, man. One no. time I remember I had to set up a whole Wi Fi, uh, not a Wi Fi, a, a, a stereo system that was very uh, complicated. And I had to attach all these things and bridge these systems together. And I was sitting there going, ah, I wish, I wish I had an electrical engineering degree right now, but I had to figure it out myself. And my father-in-law may have come over and helped too.
2: Yeah, the guy. There,
1: there it is. There it is, right there. Like yeah. uh, the freezer won't close.
2: And and by the way, let's let's not pretend that plugging in some speaker wire is exactly <laughs> is exactly rocket science here. No, th- but no, you're telling me that the, the the guy who couldn't move the peas to close the freezer <laughs> door is is wiring up.
0: Stereo systems. Well, see what happened was I got I got an extra unit that uh, in order to plug that in to give it more power, and I and I wanted to make sure it that makes it, no it sense. Really Extra unit had lots of power, lots of volume to it, and I was struggling with it and trying to get it. And I looked around, just had a bunch of young kids, and there was nowhere to turn uh, except for my father-in-law, uh, and, and he was an engineer, and he came over and uh, and and he was trying and he was struggling with a little bit, and I said, man, I want those two to be, because if you bridged them together, then it went exponentially more powerful. And this and is he, this was a he hi-fi, said, right? He, he said, well, are you you're trying to blow the roof off the house? <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, an extra
2: unit to give it more power? What are you talking Did you Did you plug it into the flux capacitor? What on earth? <laughs> are you just using language to make it sound like you did something? No! You had a hydro no, turbine an, in the backyard. An an extra no, it was power, all... You know, no, the, it was... The, Flux capacitor nice with some with some ball bearings and then uh, you know wired that up to the Tall jet ball bearings.
0: <laughs> but but it, it, now now my kids are very uh, adept at uh, you know, they're all adults but they're very they're very good with uh, with fixing stuff like that. I,
1: I just so. again I want to point out that the last example you had the most recent example you had was setting up a hi fi. You first said Wi Fi, but you meant hi fi and that, that, and that no, was the most recent a, I example.
0: Said, I said a stereo. But, but that's because I was going back to when my kids were young. <laughs> all yeah. right, Gordon. Hey, oh. check out I And, and I didn't even bring up the part when I was out fixing the engine of my car. Oh, I let it in the driveway. Oh, please. <laughs> and hey. and one time I had to re roof the house. I do all this stuff myself.
2: Uh Gordon, seriously, check out Ed T V you'd like it if you guys are still Will watching do. if you're still watching movies you'd like head TV it's a good one enjoy your evening okay. my friend yeah you too all right we'll talk to you tomorrow on the big show 97 five and 1280 the zone.